Welcome to the Renal Diet Headquarters podcast with your host, Mathia Ford, CEO of Renal Diet Headquarters. This is our weekly talk about how you can succeed with a kidney diet. Brought to you by RenalDietHQ.com, a website whose mission is to be the most valued resource on kidney disease that people can use to improve their health. Hey there, this is Mathia Ford with Renal Diet Headquarters. And today I want to talk to you about the importance of exercise for people with chronic kidney disease. And I think it's really important to understand that there's some simple things that you can do that can increase the amount of exercise you have and you do in your life. And then over time you can build up to a little more. Um, I want to highlight that I'm talking about one of my articles that I have on my website and the link to that is in the information. And um, when you're diagnosed with chronic kidney disease, usually you have a few other issues going on. You may have some heart problems, you may have diabetes, you may have high blood pressure. So any of those things means that you need to talk to your doctor first before you begin any sort of exercise program. So don't take this podcast or live as a license to go exercise without talking to your doctor. Now, if your doctor has told you to start exercising, then that's definitely something that you should do. So if you aren't active, make sure you talk to your doctor. But I also attach to the article that I've um, put in the link in this, the renaldiethq.com forward slash um, importance of exercise, or I, I'm sorry, it's realdiethq.com forward slash importance dash exercise dash CKD dash patients. So that's the website. That's the link you want to go to. And if you're on the live or you're on the YouTube video, it should be in the description and you can click on that. Go there. And I have this, the five low impact exercises for chronic kidney disease. And I'm going to go through this article, but I want you to know you can go get this article and download it from that website. So I want to just talk about exercise first in general, because it's a really important concept. And you might not think that it makes that much difference, or maybe you think it makes a lot of difference, but you just can't do it. But the thing is, is you can't. As long as your doctor says it's okay, it's going to benefit you in a lot of ways. One of the main things that I've found that it does is it reduces your fatigue. So exercising even just a small amount and building up, it reduces your fatigue. If you're tired at the end of the day, Doing a little exercise, which may seem counterintuitive, doing a little exercise is going to change the way you feel at the end of the day, and you're not going to be as tired. Um, it'll take a week or so for that to start happening, but if you continue with it, you will see it happen. Um, it helps with weight management. Exercise helps lower your blood sugar. It helps lower your blood pressure. It helps with weight management. It burns off calories that your body um has stored over time for you in the form of fat or other compounds in your body. So exercise helps with weight management. If you're already at a healthy weight, exercise helps you again in many other ways. 
like lowering your blood pressure. So making your heart work a little harder and then relaxing on a regular basis is something that is amazing for your blood pressure. Your body learns to recover. Your body learns how to manage that stress that you're creating and it learns how to speed up. Okay, I need a little more heart blood pressure and then slow down when you are done exercising. So your body adjusts much more quickly when you're doing that in real life. Say your doctor just tells you some bad news or something. Yes, your heart's going to race for a minute, but then it's going to recover. So just makes it a lot easier for you to recover. And it also improves your blood pressure level, which is always good for people with kidney disease. Exercise can reduce anxiety and depression. And it may seem like, why would I do that? Or maybe I'm not depressed. Maybe I don't feel anxiety. Maybe you do. But what it does is it releases hormones into your body and then your body learns how to manage those better. So you won't feel like if you have anxiety because your body suddenly, you know, had a, a feeling that something was wrong, released some of those hormones that were used in the fight or flight response and it caused some anxiety, then your body, if you're exercising, you're doing that on a more regular basis. So your body manages that better. Also with depression, you release some good feel, feeling hormones in your body with exercise, which improves your mood. Plus you're probably outside at least some for exercise and that's going to change your um, perception, getting a little sun, getting a little vitamin D. So while it's not a cure, it's definitely going to help with those things. Exercise is designed to strengthen your muscles. It's going to slow the progression of kidney disease in most people. So having the improved blood sugar, the improved high blood pressure, the improved heart, the improved depression, anxiety, all those things together, even losing a little weight, all of that together helps your kidney disease. So it helps slow down the progression or it helps to um, improve your health. And in a 2014 study by the American Society of Nephrology, they found that 12 months of exercise-based rehab significantly slowed the rate of kidney function decline and improved cardiorespiratory fitness compared with just regular standard care. Exercising, and I'm going to talk about how much, but exercising definitely helps your blood pressure and your heart and your kidneys and your diabetes. It helps everything. Just try to squeeze in a little bit. If you think, I don't have time, um, think about how much time you spend doing different things and how important you are to the people in this world that care about you, who really would like you to make that time to take care of yourself. So see it as taking care of yourself. And as a mom and a busy person, I find it very hard to find time to exercise. But then I remember, oh yeah, exercise is me taking care of myself for the people in my life who I love and I want to be here for. So exercise is a good thing. So example exercises that you can do, um, you can walk and you may think I already walk, but this is a concentrated period of time, whether it's 10 minutes, a couple times a day at a little bit faster speed. Um, you know, if you can manage up to 30, walking is the best exercise 
you can get started without any equipment. You can just go outside. You can take your dog for a walk. You can take yourself for a walk. You can go with family member. All those things can help, um, but get some walking in. Another option is swimming. Swimming is very low impact, almost no impact, and it supports your body weight, so it helps you to um, get moving, and it's a very gentle exercise, and it doesn't cause any sort of, um, what's the right word? It doesn't, like, you're not sweating, you're not getting hot and overworked, so it's a very beneficial exercise and it's good for your whole body workout. So some tips when you're exercising with kidney disease, you, you don't want to overdo it. So you want to definitely do the amount that your body can handle. Um, you want to work up to it slowly. Remember that it's, it's a long-term plan. A marathon runner does not start by work by running 26 miles. They start, running, walking, running, walking, you know, kind of a mixture. So start with 10 minutes a day. If you can manage 10 minutes a day for a month, you're going to be so much better off than if you had said, I don't have time to do 30 minutes. I can't even do any. You can do 10 minutes. Just do 10 minutes. Stand in your kitchen while you're making food and march and just try to march for 10 minutes. So that's an idea. So a good idea, so the things, kind of the tips overall, be active at least 30 minutes, three days a week. So 90 minutes of exercise a week. You can squeeze that into 10-minute increments. All of those are helpful. You can increase it up to 45 to 60 minutes, three days a week. The idea is that you're getting some exercise over, you know, several days. So Make sure your body can handle it. Make sure you're doing it at an appropriate pace. Stretch before and after each workout. So when you're stretching, you want to make sure you're doing a little bit of walking. If you walk for a couple minutes and then do some stretches and then walk the rest of your time. So you kind of want to walk a little bit to get your body warmed up and then do the exercise. And then after you're done exercising, do some stretching, walk a little slower, work it out. You know, we're talking about after you're doing like 30 minutes of exercise or something for a 10 minute walk, just march in your kitchen. You know, you may want to do some side bends and stretch your arms to help get you going. Pay attention to your breathing. So I'm talking kind of fast and I'm getting a little bit out of breath. But when you're exercising, you should be able to still talk to the person that you're working out with or just speak in a normal tone, especially in the beginning. If you're panting or you can't get more than a few words out, you might need to slow down because you're doing too much. Schedule your exercise at a good time. So don't exercise right after you eat a large meal. Um, and don't exercise usually within about an hour of going to bed just because it works your body up and it helps you not to be able to sleep very well. But if you're planning on your exercise, then, you know, people always say, what's the best time to exercise? It's when you'll do it. So if you're in the house and you're eating lunch and you can march for 10 minutes, do it then. If you're able to get up in the morning and do it early and before you go to work or before you start your day, that's a great time. Just work it in. 
if you're going to do it outside, make sure you're not doing it in the hot part of the day. Just be very careful because you're very susceptible to um, heat stroke and those types of problems. So watch your fluid intake. Make sure you're drinking plenty of water. If you have a limit on the amount of fluid, you definitely want to talk to your doctor about how to handle that. But most of the time with exercise, you're going to want to drink a little more, have a little more liquid to help your body um, recover better. So keep in mind your limits and what you're supposed to do, but do try to drink plenty of fluids. <coughs> Sorry. Um, so wear appropriate clothing, wear comfortable clothing, light colored clothing if you're outside and breathable materials, comfortable shoes. Don't wear your Birkenstocks on a walk, which I would do, but, um, wear tennis shoes, wear shoes that are going to support your feet, wear comfortable clothes. And if you wear comfortable clothes, most of the time, just make sure you put your shoes on and go for that 10 minute walk. I'm just encouraging you to get started. And if you're already started, do more. But if you haven't even started, don't let it be a reason that you have to do 30 minutes. Let it be 10 minutes, three times a day or something. So some signs you should stop exercising right away. So if you're having these feelings, you need to stop exercising right away. It may mean that something else is going on. <coughs> Excuse me, I need to get some water. If you immediately experience fatigue, like you're all of a sudden so tired you can't go on, then you need to stop if you feel lightheaded, if you feel short of breath, so you can't even, you know, get that in. Um, in a regular heartbeat, so if you're feeling like your heartbeat is racing, or any sort of chest pain, especially that radiates up into your neck or down in your arm. Any of those, you stop immediately and seek medical assistance. So let's go over the, um, so that's a lot of the information you can find on the website. And let's talk about some low impact exercises for chronic kidney disease besides standing in your kitchen and marching or doing like a light walk. So something you can do that can help with your balance is a sit to stand. So that is just where you kind of, you're sitting in your chair and you stand up and you sit back down, but you don't sit down completely and then you stand back up. So it's kind of like doing squats. So you're gonna do that, just slowly sit in the chair, Stand up, sit down, stand up, sit down as much as you can. In the um, handout, <coughs> there is a, a video link for you to look at. You can hold dumbbells in your hand or you can hold a couple cans in your hand to do those. But those are some ideas for kind of balance. Um. You can, number two, you can do an elliptical machine for cardio. So if you don't have a treadmill, you may have access to an elliptical. An elliptical is great because it is very low impact, but it's very cardiovascular friendly because you're moving your arms and you're moving your legs at the same time. So you're building up that um, 
endurance. Okay. Third one is foot circles. So seems really strange, but it's a good one for circulation. <coughs> mm, I need to get some water. You're going to sit in your chair and you're going to raise your foot off the ground and rotate your foot one direction for 30 seconds and then the other way for 30 seconds. Then you're going to switch feet. Something you can do while watching TV, something you can do reading a book, something you can do in the car if you're a passenger. Those types of things. So those are great ideas for you to get started with some specific things. So after you do your walking or maybe you decide the elliptical, do some sit to stands, do some circulation. And on my handout, there's variations or ways to make it harder, more challenging. Um, another one is the low back extension. So, <coughs> oh, excuse me. The low back extension, you stand up and you basically put your hands on your lower back and you stretch back. And that just helps to make your back a little more flexible and make things where they are um, a little more pliable. My back, I have back problems and this really helps. I try to do this a couple times a day where I stand up and stretch. And then um, tricep curls can help with strength. So you are going to, a tricep is on the back of your arm, this part right here. So so you're going to do that to help with that. You've been listening to the Renal Diet Headquarters podcast. Head on over to the website at www.renaldiethq.com slash go slash email to sign up for our email list and get exciting updates every week on what is happening. Thanks, and we will talk to you again next week.